You are listening to a podcast hosted by Dania Accounting. We teach you about accounting topics, tax, VAT, company formation, and entrepreneurship in Denmark. Welcome to Dania Accounting. My name is Johnny. In today's podcast, we will discuss why consultants sometimes should not invoice through an LTD, which in Denmark is called an APS, because it can be costly if you get it wrong. It's important to understand that just because you issue an invoice through an APS for your consulting services does not necessarily make it company income. In some circumstances, you might have just put yourself at risk of double or even triple taxation. But with our help, you can avoid this potentially costly mistake. First, let's talk about the reasons to have an APS in Denmark. There can be many reasons to have an APS in Denmark. Often an APS is chosen because of considerations concerning liability. Other times it can be due to tax considerations. Or both, of course. Most people prefer paying 22% in company income tax, rather than paying personal income tax on money earned, especially if profits are high. And who would not be happy to have limited liability on top of that? So, what are the reasons you would invoice your consulting services through an APS? In general, you can say that just because you issue an invoice through an APS in Denmark for your consulting services, that does not necessarily make it a company income. It's only a company income and taxed as such, as long as you are not considered an employee concerning the client. In some circumstances, you might have just put yourself at risk of double or even triple taxation. Yes, triple taxation. Keep in mind that this risk applies to everyone, including other industries than just consulting services. What are the three most significant factors to consider when you invoice your consulting services as an APS? First, there is your client paying for the consulting services to the APS. Second, there is your APS invoicing and consulting services and receiving the payment from the client. And finally, there is you receiving a salary from the APS at some point. The big question here is, is the money being paid from the client to you? Meaning that is it you and not the APS that is the beneficiary? This situation can occur if the work you perform for the client has the characteristics of standard employment. There is not one single thing that you can point at to determine who is the beneficiary. So why would you be considered an employee in this transaction? The client is giving instructions and inspecting the work done as in regular employment. You only have one client or one major client. The agreement between the client and you is ongoing and has no specific term. Your working hours are set by the client and the contract stipulates a termination period. You get paid per hour, weekly or monthly. The client pays for the costs relating to the work done. You have paid holiday, employee insurance and similar costs associated with being an employee. So in the worst possible scenario, you are considered the beneficiary and not the APS. The tax consequences for you being considered the beneficiary and not the APS will most likely be Number 1. The APS will first have to reduce its income with the invoiced amount, including VAT. Secondly, the APS will now instead be taxed on the total amount received by the client, so the total sales including VAT the APS will be able to deduct any salary you have already received as a cost. The tax on the remaining amount is 22%. This is the first time tax is paid. Number two, you as the director might already have received part or all of the money as salary in the APS. In that case, 
you would already have paid personal income tax on this salary. Even though corrections are made for the APS, the salary you already received is taxed. This is therefore the second time tax is paid. Number three, the sales including VAT from the APS is now added to your personal income and taxed one more time. This is the third time tax is paid, often bringing the total tax to more than 100%. However, there are examples from the tax court where the already paid salary in the APS to a shareholder is deducted from the taxable amount before tax is calculated. But there are also situations where the full amount is taxed once more, making tax liabilities triple the original amount. So, can you, as a consultant, repair a situation like this? Well, yes and no. Civil law opens up the possibility to correct. However, the High Court has already made rulings clearly stating that it is impossible to correct cases like this concerning beneficiaries. So here, a no must be observed. So how can you avoid this situation as a consultant? Make sure the contract between the APS and the client is bulletproof, especially considering the points from the above carefully. Are you still not sure if you should be considered an employee? In general, the best advice is if you're not sure, then do not invoice through an APS. If you should choose to invoice through a sole proprietorship, there will still be tax consequences if you're considered an employee, but the amounts in tax would be smaller, since you usually already would have been taxed in your income. So a sole proprietorship is not a perfect solution either, but safer and cheaper than an APS. If you already feel that you're just an employee, do not bother with the APS or the sole proprietorship. Simply become an employee and save yourself a ton of headache and tax. If you have any questions about using an APS to invoice your clients, reach out to us and schedule a call on plus four five seven zero two seven two seven one three or book a meeting from the front page of our website www.daniaaccounting.com. My name is Johnny. We are Dania Accounting. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To learn more about Dania Accounting, please visit our website, www.danieraccounting.com.